Welcome to Your Creative Adventure Podcast, where we believe it is possible to make money as an artist doing what you love while glorifying God through your art. We're your hosts, CJ and Shelley Hitz. While you listen to today's episode, we encourage you to get out your colored pencils, markers, or paints and create while you listen. You may also be inspired to take creative notes with your hand lettering and sketches. If so, download our free lettering resources at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash free. Are you ready to allow God to take your creative adventure further than you ever imagined? If so, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Your Creative Adventure. This is another um, artist spotlight, and I'm so excited to feature Terry Moore. Welcome, Terry. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. Great Terry to be able and I to talk to you. <laughs> yes, Terry and I connected on Instagram, and she had supported me with my brush strokes workbook, and we've just um, connected you know, many different ways. And so I'm just excited for her to share her story of her Etsy shop and how she's grown it to what it is today. But before we dive in, let me just share a little bit about you, Terry, from your bio. Um, Terry Moore describes herself as always being a very artsy person. She has been able then to take her love of paper crafting and turn it into a business on Etsy. She makes handmade party decor and her daughter makes matching outfits that they sell in their Etsy shop. And you can find them on Etsy and Instagram at party decor and more, but it's M O O R E. Just like their last name. And um, she says her newest fashion is hand lettering, inspirational quotes, drawing, and watercolor and gouache, which you can see her work at Tear Bear 38, which is T E R R. B-E-A-R-38. So welcome, Terry. And you know your bio, you said you've always been crafty or artsy. Um, you've always been creative, artsy, you, you called it. Um, you know, um, w- would you have ever seen yourself like being an artist and having a business as an artist growing up? Is that always what you've wanted to do? Well, I always knew I was going to do something creative. Definitely. I mean, as a kid, I was always the, per- the kid that when you went, my mom took me shopping, it was the crayons and the art supplies. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was also, you know, um, homeschooled as well. And oh, yeah. I did a lot of art during that time, too. Um, and my grandmother and my mother, they're both, both also artistic, so. <laughs> wow, so it kind of runs in your blood. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> when did you decide to then take some of your creativity and begin an Etsy shop. How did that all transpire? Tell us a little bit about that story. Well, I've done many different things ever since I got out of um, high school. I've always pretty much been self-employed. I've always made a business out of something. Yes. And when I first got out of high school, the first thing I did was go into the baking business. And that oh. was a, another story there. But um, yeah. as that as that fizzled out and didn't go the way I wanted it to go for numerous reasons, and got burnt out and stuff. Um, I ended up um, being a nanny, and then I got into singing, and then, uh, after that, I ended up doing nails. And nails I did for quite a long time, but unfortunately, you know, that kind of was going towards the end of its path, too. And I had um, met up with some people online and gotten into stamping. Okay. Um, you know, like uh, rubber stamping, clear stamping, things like that, and got into scrapbooking not as much but card making and that's actually how it started 
Oh, awesome. Making handmade cards um, by using um, stamps, rubber yeah. stamps, actually. And I started selling, the, that's what I started my Etsy shop with. That's how it started, was um, selling cards. It was actually cards and more, cards by Perry, or cards and more by Perry. But okay. unfortunately, the cards did not sell well. <laughs> yeah. An extremely hard market to break into. A um, lot of competition and, you know, just, it just wasn't going well and I was getting really discouraged and it was, you know, really disappointing, but I just didn't give up. I just knew, you know, I had to keep going and I was doing a lot of online challenges at the time um, when there was a lot of stamping going on. And one of the challenges had come up, I think it was like a color challenge or something. And somehow I ended up creating a party hat, matching invitation, and like a cupcake stand. Kind of like a three-piece set kind of thing. Yeah. And that is basically what started this whole thing. It was pretty much the party hat that took off the entire thing. Wow. And that's how it happened. <laughs> yeah. And I love that because, you know, you could have given up after mm -hmm. the, the cards what was it? Cards and more <laughs> um, didn't take off, but you know, you kept going and kept trying new things. And it was like, it, it wasn't accidental because you were intentionally being part of these challenges, but it was just something that came about as you were out there creating, as you were out there learning and continuing to grow as an artist, that then this other idea for the party decor and more <laughs> store uh, store came up, and um, did you ever hesitate to take your love of arts, you know, and your artistic ability and turn it into a business? Was that ever something you hesitated with? It doesn't sound like it. I did it because for me, I like even with the baking business, anything I had as a hobby, I always my I guess my thought is is it something you love. Why not try to not just make money out of it, but do something you enjoy? Right. Time for a, a career, you know? I mean, so many people are doing things that they hate. Right. You know, yeah. and, you know of course, you know, it's good. You need to make money, you know, and of course, that's tough. I mean, being an artist is, is extremely difficult. Yeah. But my main mindset was always do something that you enjoy doing. And so that's why I always pushed on until I get to the point where I know I can't go any further, which is basically what happened with the baking business, you know? <laughs> yeah. My husband talks about that a lot. Um, he's just like, Shelly, I just feel like, you know, there's always got to be something for, you know, for any person like that. They just really love, they don't have to be stuck in a dead end job. And yeah, it takes sacrifices, right? It takes perseverance. You know, it's like I've said recently that um, I feel like God showed me that um, I, I learned a lot of endurance in, in my growing up years from some of the, the things that I went through, traumatic events and things. And I feel like that's really helped me to even like endure in business because you will have failures, right? I mean, you will have times that some, something doesn't work out, or maybe this month your Etsy shop isn't making as much or, you know, sales go up and down. And so like, how have you dealt with some of those? Like, you know, with that card idea, you initially started that and that could have been perceived as a failure. Um, but how have you dealt with those things along the way in your own journey? Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many times cards weren't selling and I was so discouraged, you know, and it was just trying to just keep going and doing it. I mean, I still was doing nails at the time, so I still had something else. Right. But I just knew I wasn't ready to give it up, you know, and just somehow, some way, just 
by that challenge, it just set me off onto a different direction. And I just, it, it just took off from there. I mean, I did, you know, all the paper goods for quite a while until my daughter graduated from high school. And then she slowly started adding in the matching pieces and onesies and stuff. And then that took it all to another level, you know? So Wow. So somebody can go to your shop and they can get the paper like party goods, but they can also get a matching outfit for their child that matches. Oh, okay. That's yeah, cool. That's the whole point of our whole pro- premise of our shop is you, it's a one-stop party shop. You can get everything all together. It will all match. I mean, matching is big to me. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I buy from four different places when you can right. all in one place. And, you know, that's kind of our premise. That's the way we kind of, kind of go. And we found that our niche really is one-year-olds is just kind of where we're at with the first birthday and also yeah. we do a lot of animals. We do a lot of dogs and cats too, believe it or not. Yeah. It's really something that is really important now for people to celebrate their animals as well. Yeah. And I think that's good that you've, you know, really found what's working well for you and have been able to grow that. Um, where, where would you say you're at right now in your career as an artist? Like, um, where is, where has your shop grown to, or, you know, what, what's ahead for you now? <laughs> if you were to look at my shop and you look at my numbers, you would say, Oh my God, how did she, probably how did she do that? I mean, the numbers are big of our sales, but at the same time, this past month has been really bad for us. Mm. Super, super slow. I mean, it's been the slowest it's been in a really long time. And so because I just, because we've, we have had the success, it doesn't mean that it's going to be consistent all the time, but you have to keep going. You know, you can't give up. I mean, that's, that's the, the whole thing, you know, and it's hard. It really is. But then you say to yourself, okay, well, this isn't working. Why isn't this working? And then you go and say, um, well, what else could I try? You know, and you just, it's just, you just got to keep thinking about it. You know, you say, why aren't they buying this? Why aren't they buying more than this? And I mean, it's just, it's a constant thing. It's hard working for yourself. It's tough. And being an artist on top of it, it's hard. But if it's something you really truly believe in and you're passionate about, you just got to keep moving forward. (laughs) Yeah. And it's so rewarding, you know, isn't it? Like when you're shipping out these things that you've created and you know, they're going to be used, you know, at a birthday party in someone's home. I mean, we love getting the pictures and seeing the outfits and the party decor being used and saying, you know, I, we created that. I mean, in our bio, we even say, you know, you're buying a, a work of art created by hand that can last a lifetime. This isn't, you just go into Walmart or Target and you just party to party city and you buy something and you throw it in the trash can. Right. It's made by hand. It's not mass produced. It's a big difference. Yeah. And I think that's a really good selling point for, for anyone who's selling on Etsy is, you know, that it's, made by by hand and from your heart and you're supporting small businesses and all of those things. So if somebody is, you know, has an Etsy shop or wants to start an Etsy shop, like you've had a lot of success. What are some, some tips or ideas that you would have for someone in that position? Yeah. That, I mean, I mean, I tell you, I've been through so many different things to try to figure out what works and what doesn't work. And the minute I think something works and it stops working. Right. Because <laughs> I think Etsy is just constantly changing things. Yeah. It's so hard to know exactly with the algorithms and the, the tags and the titles, you know, and I mean, they're constantly working on those things. 
just as you know, when I when I hear, oh, you've got to stuff the titles, then I hear you don't stuff the titles, you know, and then you match yeah. the tags and you don't match the tags. And then there's the descriptions have to be this way and the pictures are supposed to be this way, you know. But for us, what we really find is that most people don't read the descriptions. I mean, I can't tell you how many times people come to me and ask me questions that are right there. Right. <laughs> so in essence, I think pictures are important, you know? I mean, right. you have to have good photos for people. That's what they're going to catch. Pretty much it's going to catch their eye the most, I think. But also, don't just depend on Etsy, you know? I mean, take it out of Etsy as well and promote wherever you can. I mean, unfortunately, Instagram hasn't really worked for us. I mean, I don't know if it's just because of the nature of our business, but um, Pinterest is what I'm focusing more on um, yeah. you know, because that's pretty much where people go to look for party ideas and things like that. So I think it's a matter of looking at what you sell and trying to figure out the best place to market it. Don't just depend on Etsy as well as because it's too saturated. Yeah, I recently um, published a podcast episode about like, don't make this Etsy mistake. And the mistake was, you know, putting up a shop and expecting like, you know, build it and they will come and not doing any marketing. You know, it's like, put the listing there and say, but yeah, it's, you know, it's one of those things where it does take consistent marketing for anything that you're selling, whether it's on Etsy or otherwise. And you know, I, in that podcast episode, I share seven ways to drive traffic to your Etsy shop from outside of Etsy. Yes. And I, and I did, I did watch that. And I, um, actually I got all the way up to the six one <laughs> and then I had this something come up and I couldn't finish the rest, but yes, those were all good ideas. Yeah. And so I really, um, I think that's a great advice of, you know, not just depending on Etsy. Yes. Optimize Etsy. That's what I teach in my Etsy shop makeover course of, you know, doing the Etsy SEO, setting up your pictures in a way that's compelling, you know, um, using promoted ads and listings in a way that's not going to like, you know, cost you a lot, but, you know, also realize there's this whole world outside Etsy too. (laughs) So I, the promoted ads, that was another one. We turned those on last year, late last year, and that did help us for a long time. We, we did get success with that for a while. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I mean, right now, you know, it's April. Um, you know, we had, we, I mean, Easter was so late this year. I mean, people had so many different spring breaks. I mean, there's just, you just think to yourself, what could, could be causing all of the down, you know? You just, you just go through it in your mind. And, you know, you can pull things out like that. Um, you know, for us, you know, we do, we do really well towards the end of the year and not just because of Christmas or New Year's, but one of our best sellers is our winter wonderland line. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's a typical like high time for most Etsy shops is the end of the year. But, um, yeah, that's why I think it's also good if you can to diversify, you know, so you're not just depending on that one stream of income, but to know that it's going to take testing and tracking and tweaking and, um, a little bit of sweat equity, right? (laughs) Believe me, you're not going to be a millionaire off of it. (laughs) But if it makes you happy doing it, you know, that's one of the most important things. I mean, I'm lucky that, you know, I have a husband that (laughs) helps me, you know, but um, at the same time, it's just, you know, doing what makes you happy makes such a difference. 
It does. Doing the things that you love will bring you to life instead of like almost like a slow death, you know, at a job that you just really don't like. So thank you so much for coming on and for sharing your story. If people are inspired and they want to know more about your shop or connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, they can just um, come to our Etsy shop at Party Decor and More and um, they can you know, private message us there. Or like you said, they can also find us on Instagram as well. Yeah. And again, it's um, party decor and more M O O R E. So (laughs) thank you so much for being here and sharing your story, Terry. And I just wish you the best um, success and that God continues to just give you so many new ideas and that um, your shop continues to thrive. Well, thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. And thank you all for listening today. I pray that you are encouraged and I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Before you leave, I wanted to share with you a free gift. I have a free training called How You Can Earn a Full-Time Income as an Artist, a $97 value for free, and you can sign up for that free gift at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash artist income. And if you've wanted to turn your passion for art into income, then this training is for you. So you're going to learn 10 real life examples of what's working today to earn money as an artist. They're real life case studies. I'm going to share with you how diversifying your income can help you grow your art business much faster. You may struggle if you're relying on one income stream only. You'll learn how to sell your artwork online, the specific partnerships you should consider as an artist, and two passive income streams that can be very profitable. And the cool thing is that artists that have taken this free training are getting results. For example, Valerie Lynn said 10 days after watching the webinar, she had already sold $400 worth of art. And Shannon Santa Maria said that after watching the webinar, she took the risk and took her work to a boutique and sold over half of her items. What do you have to lose? There are so many opportunities for us as artists today. Sign up for free at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash artist income, and then let me know your takeaways and your results. Tag me at yourcreativeadventure. I can't wait to help you make money as an artist doing what you love. This is Shelly Hitz. Thank you so much for joining me in this free training. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Creative Adventure with CJ and Shelley Hitz, where we believe it is possible to make money as an artist doing what you love while glorifying God through your art. If you've been encouraged or inspired in any way by today's podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Take a screenshot, post it on social media, and tag us at Your Creative Adventure so we can connect with you and cheer you on in your art journey. It also means the world to us when you take a few moments to post a rating and review on iTunes. Once you do, send an email to support at yourcreativeadventure.com with a screenshot of your review and we'll send you our Plan It Day goal-setting worksheets, a $47 value for free. We believe you have been given unique creative gifts and a specific role to play in the kingdom of heaven that will make an impact for eternity. Join us next time as we partner with God to help you take your creative adventure further than you ever imagined.